Stop Punishing Yourself, the only podcast that teaches neurodivergent Alaskans prone to anxiety and depression how to stop feeling like victims to their brains and start feeling empowered by them. I'm your host and neurospicy life coach, Alicia Turner, and I promise to take you from codependent and insecure to independent and unstoppable using the spiritual art and science of coaching. If you're ready to fully reverse the harmful wiring that's living rent-free all up in your brain, then let's get started. Hello, my fellow earthlings. Today, we're going to do an exercise. And this is one of my favorite exercises that has always been the most freeing for me. And I'm going to word it a little differently than I've ever worded it before, because I'm sure that I've mentioned it in some fashion on either my podcast or email or who knows. I put out a lot of content, you guys. But we're going to word it like this. We all have desires. So why aren't they more easily accessible? Like, why is it so hard to just have or do or become the thing we want, right? If we just want to have a career on our own conditions, making a certain amount of money and feel good about that. And we know it's possible. Why don't we just have it, right? If we want a certain routine or a certain feeling in a relationship or a certain handbag, like literally it could be anything. Why don't we just have it? What is all this turmoil for? This is my neurodivergent brain. It gets to work on these things. It questions things. It finds patterns and it it will not rest until it finds answers. So I've kind of toggled since a very young age with this process of the how. How do we do it? Like what's in our way? Why am I miserable? Why can't I just have that thing? Why can't I just have that shiny object I like? I figured it out and it's so fascinating. And once you know this answer, you can't unknow it. So if you're in for some big revelations today, stay tuned. If stuff like this scares you, if if big, transformative, life-changing topics scare you, tune out. This isn't for you. I, I tend to be intense and I tend to kind of trigger people's subconscious fears that they don't want to face. So if that's you, I'll see you next week. But if you're interested, if you have a brain like mine that's dying to know the answers, that's like, someone just fucking tell me. I don't want to keep looking for the answer. I just want to figure it out. Then this is for you. So we have to acknowledge that when we want something, we do have the possibility of having this. We could go into the quantum field to talk about this. We can talk about all realities existing at once and the realm of possibility. Like this is scientific shit and it is your key card, your access card to getting what you want. It's your first step. You have to acknowledge the universal possibility of like there is a timeline, there is a reality where you have what you want. And it's closer than you can even fathom. But what's happening on the surface for us is we don't see the massive amount of momentum and power of our subconscious. It is subconscious. So we're not aware of it. And it is driving all of our behavior. And guess what our subconscious consists of? A shoddy socialization and conditioning from society that's holding us back, that's riddled with limitations, 
that doesn't have the ability to question our thoughts or critically think like we just aren't taught these things. We're told what to think, told to listen to authority figures and told to abandon ourselves, all of which don't serve us in the long run and don't serve us in getting what we want. They actually serve us in crippling us mentally and emotionally and staying stuck and frustrated and resentful and not knowing where to put all of that. So the subconscious is driving us. So the power of the subconscious is really driven by ego, fear, and the worst possible outcomes that could happen. And this fascinates me, you guys, because I got to live out what feels like a different life with the reality of this. Like I would want something so bad and I would think I'm doing everything in my power to make it happen, to get what I want. But what would always end up happening is my biggest fear. My biggest fear would always happen. I'd And then I'd lose and then I'd get mad and then I'd feel so frustrated and be like, why do bad things always happen to me? It just like fueled this victim-minded place that I lived in, that so many people live in. And it fascinates me. So we wanna notice that the subconscious drives our behavior and it's driven through our emotional states. And when people have complex PTSD, when people disassociate, when they're neurodivergent in a neurotypical world, we don't check in with our emotions. We're not aware of our emotions half the time. We're aware that we're stressed and we got anxiety and we're a little overwhelmed. Like that is the bulk of it. We're not in the nuance of like, well, this emotion feels like courage and this one feels a little bit like curious. Like we're not in the subtle energies of emotions. We're just stressed. I was an anxious ball my whole life. So you have to work through that to be able to actually access what you want, what you desire to go get it. But if you have the patience, if you have the the cost, the price of what you want, it's not money. Like you can use money to aid in the actual cost of it and make it go faster, but it's not required. The price of getting what you want is literally the time you're going to spend rewiring your brain, which is button chair, pen to paper. It, it costs time. It's not free. You can't just like be grocery shopping and rewiring your brain. It takes focus, time, and energy. Um, and the other cost is, like I just said, it's the energy piece. It's it's not just your time, but it's a draining exercise where you're like, it, it takes a cost of your daily limit of energy. We have a finite amount. We are unlimited energetically. We're unlimited in our mind and in what we're capable of, but we also have a 24-hour body clock where we've got to go to sleep. So, so these are the costs of getting what you want. You have to pay the price of sitting down, taking the time to do it and taking the energy to do it. And those in and of themselves are worth worth paying, you know? And so when we when we bring money into the equation, the money would be for finding someone who can help you, mentor you and get you there faster. So that cuts down on time, but then you're adding in the cost of money, which, you know, you get to determine which is more valuable. To me, I'm learning we're taught money is the most valuable, but actually our time is. So that in and of itself is a fascinating discussion, which we are not talking about today. But I started doing that. I, I started doing it on my own. I was paying in my time and devoting and disciplining myself to to sitting down, button chair, rewiring, gaining the awareness, using the energy, kind of starting to process the pain and the emotions. 
And then I hit a point where I was like, okay, I'm ready for this to take less time. I'm going to put my money into this and get some help with someone you trust, right? Doing all of that. And it just sped the process up and I kept getting what I wanted faster. And so now I have so much of what I want that I'm kind of in this weird limbo phase of like, I don't know what I want yet. And I'm just like maintaining what I have and helping clients. And it's very fulfilling and rewarding. But now I want to talk to you about getting what you want, because now I'm like, okay, let me just help people get what they want because I have what I want. So we have to recognize that our worst fears are usually what end up happening. Like that's the reality of it before we do this deep inner work of rewiring our brain. It sucks. It's like, who designed this? Why is this so broken? But it's just the reality of it. And it can become comical. It can become lighter once you kind of break yourself through on the other side. But until we acknowledge that our fears, our subconscious wounds are driving all of our behavior and literally going to create what we don't want, like we have to start by acknowledging that. And what needs to happen is a shift in momentum. And that's messy. That's like breaking down the whole system and switching energetic directions. That takes time. It's frustrating. It, it's not comfortable in any sense. But if you don't want that to happen, if you don't want your worst fears to keep coming true and you want to start actually creating what you desire and feeling more autonomous in your life and like you do have a say in how the world unfolds, not the outside world, but your experience of the world, which is all we have a say over, then we need to start with this. So ask yourself, the exercise today is just two questions. What is the worst thing you could imagine happening. And so obviously we need to kind of go into what we're talking about specifically. Don't ask yourself that on a very broad sense. Like what's the worst that can happen in my relationship or in my job or with my health or you pick the category, but those are like the most broad, common categories, relationships, career, health. And so I remember like worst case for me, for my relationships, like I remember early as high school was like getting cheated on, getting left for someone else. And of course, all my worst fears kept happening again and again and with the next guy and with the next, next guy. And I want you to see that this isn't random. It's not random. There is so much invisible power behind our fears. And so we want to stop giving them so much fucking power. Like they're not wrong and bad in the sense that we need to shame them and we need to, you know, demonize them and be afraid of our fears because we're always going to have them. We're always going to be human with human brains. But if we're unwilling to sit and unpack them and again, like I said, pause this momentum and then reverse it so our desires and our joy hold the power over our life, which is very foreign and very scary to us, honestly. We're scared to feel joy. We're scared to feel empowered. We are comfortable being afraid and insecure. It's mind-blowing, but we have to acknowledge it. We have to start with where we are. So, of course, these situations kept happening and you really have to zoom in, slow down and pick apart how it's happening. I don't mean take responsibility for toxic people's behavior because that's not your fault. We want to be very gentle with the dynamics of abuse, 
be it emotional or physical, and make sure we're never victim blaming, but also really lovingly and boldly question, how did I get myself in that? Like, what part did I play? Because we can't 100% blame, like, how the connection came to be together on someone else. A part of you was willing to be a part of that connection. So we just have to look at that. We have to be brave. We have to get uncomfortable. We have to take responsibility for what's ours and then give all the responsibility that's not ours back to the other people. So we have to know in each category, what is your worst fear? Like, what would you, what is the very last thing you would want to be happen? For a lot of people, it's dramatic. We, we, are, we are visceral, primitive beings. We, we have survived for eons on like, you know, nature and danger and life or death scenarios. So it's okay that it's dramatic, right? It, it used to be life or death. Humans evolved in wild, uncertain terms. And so now that we have refrigerators and electricity, we still kind of have these primitive visceral brains that are like, oh my God, I'm going to die and I'm going to be homeless and I'm going to get kicked out of society. Like it's not about judging that or diminishing that or saying, oh, I'm so crazy. This is so dumb, but it's not dumb. It's very real and it's being experienced in your body. So we have to give it space. We have to honor it. The next question is, what do you want to happen? Like this is usually we brush over it, but then we do nothing to create it. And then we just let our fears run the show and our fears continue to unfold with time. Our worst case scenario continues to happen with money, with health, with whatever. And we just need to be aware of these cycles. It's not about like, oh, let's all panic and scream and make sure we don't make the wrong move because that in and of itself is stressful and toxic and not the point of this either. Again, we're never trying to escape the human experience. We're just trying to navigate it and evolve our consciousness to create a little more ease in our life, a little more well-being. Even if it's just 10%, we'll take it. So I'm not trying to scare you here with like, here's a big threat. If you don't do this, your worst fears will happen. (laughs) Kind of sounds like that with my words, but I'm just trying to exemplify a point. Um, So please don't take this too literally. So answer both. What's the worst case scenario? What do you want to happen? What's the best case scenario? If there were no rules, if you had all control, if you were omnipotent, what would happen? How would this situation unfold? And then we have to see the discrepancy, like how you are showing up and see which energy has more influence in your life. And our goal is to have the best case scenario outcome, the desire you want to start to have more influence, more precedence over your daily energy. And this is uncomfortable and challenging for our brain that is so familiar and so well rehearsed with the fears with what we don't want happening and so we have to notice it's going to be uncomfortable to follow the path of energetic freedom and joy and what we and expecting what we want to actually happen so the math of this exercise is simple put down all of your thoughts 
pick something specific, right? That's what we're doing first. A specific category, relationships, money, health. Get specific and then ask these questions. What am I most afraid of happening? And then how do I actually want this to go? What, what's the best outcome I could hope for? If I could have anything my way, how would it go? That's where you start. That's it. And then just notice these other points I've offered today. And that your subconscious is in a pattern currently. I don't care who you are. I promise you, you are in this pattern of confirming and creating the worst fear happening. That's the trajectory we're born into with our socialization and with our biology. So just acknowledge that point and know there's something you can do about it. That's the good news. You can shift that energy and momentum, but you have to make that conscious decision. Do I want to pay the price of using my time and my energy to shift this? Do I really want it that bad or am I okay if all my fears do come true? Do I know how to manage my mind in that? Do I trust myself? Do I know I can handle it? These are hard confronting questions, but they're huge. They're everything, right? I had to figure this out the hard way through trial and error and studying and researching and questioning and using my own life as kind of the guinea pig of figuring this out, which I am not mad about. Don't, don't worry about me. Like it's been the joy of my life and I have learned so much and I have so much to offer people now because I've done it. But I don't think we talk about this enough. I don't think we're teaching little kids like, Hey, this is your subconscious. What are you afraid of? We're such a dismissive and invalidating culture of like your emotions don't matter fall in line with the crowd listen to authority and don't question things and it's just so aggravating because humans are designed to create and to actualize their desires and to have a better balance between the joy and the negative emotions but we're so uh what's the word we're so afraid of the negative emotion. We, we're so keen to pretend like they don't exist. We're so uncomfortable being uncomfortable that we start to just pretend and fall into these patterns of creating in an unconscious, subconscious way where I'm like, hey, wake up. Like that's literally what it means to wake up is to become aware of what's driving you and start questioning things. That's it. It's just connecting back to you and all that you want. Like that is my my work is to connect people back to themselves and get them back on a path to giving themselves what they want. It's the best gift you can give to humanity. It seems like a selfish, self-focused thing, but I promise it benefits everyone when we do this for ourselves because we're starting to treat ourselves with autonomy and respect and and a different kind of love that's not pretentious and obligatory. It's like, it brings me joy to give you what you want. And this is how you should treat yourself. This is how I now address myself. It brings me joy to follow my dreams for you, self. It brings me joy to give you exactly what you want. But we don't talk to ourselves that way. We punish ourselves. We beat ourselves up. We judge and shame ourselves. Not because we're flawed or broken, but that's because it's what we were taught to do. So this really is the best exercise, the best starting point 
for beginning a journey of like ending the cycle of proving your worst fears, actualizing them and unconsciously kind of creating your worst scenarios because you think it's out of your control, but it's totally not. It's all within your control. And nothing is more exciting than that. And that's why I kind of feel like a soapbox, you know, announcer in in the Times Square, just like, hey, everybody, listen to my message. That's it. And you know what? I've been training at nights at my other job and I've been talking so much and I can just feel the strain on my vocal cords. So I'm going to get out of here and rest my voice. So you guys have a lovely week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening, buddy. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you have to come check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's 24 weeks of me and you where I take all the guesswork out of your self-awareness journey. I'm just going to give you all the answers in one go. I guarantee you after these 24 weeks, you will feel like a completely different human. Empowered, focused, motivated, in love with yourself, and on fire for your life again. Go to alishaturnercoaching.com right now to book your free consult call, and I'd love to have you join while spots last. I'll see you there.